Hello? Is is this thing still on? <laughs> <laughs> it's on now. Uh, um, we um, it on. We're uh welcome to the uh Death Cakes podcast. Yes. <laughs> we are back after another extended hiatus, but you know. Yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not making excuses anymore. Well, there, I mean, it really yeah. is no excuse. I mean, we just, we did our episode 50. We took a little break. We did some more I mean, the Fool stuff. You know, that was the other thing, too. We kept getting um, so much modern-day stuff was happening. We actually lost a couple episodes to uh, audio glitches here. But, I mean, there's so much modern-day stuff on. We just kept rolling with the I mean, the Fool stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, had some technical difficulties, as we always do. But uh, <laughs> uh, you know, whatever we're we're here and we're we're back and yes, back we're back to talk office. about the yeah yeah we're uh, looking out out our uh, our penthouse window here in Deathcake's offices and um, back to talk about the retro yeah and. Before we get into the meat of today's episode, I actually want to do a mini. I want to talk about something that I don't think we're going to talk about long enough to warrant a special episode or even a mini sode on it. So I just want to touch on it now. All right. And that is um, the revival of Disney's DuckTales. Life is like a hurricane. Here in Duckburg, race cars, lasers, aeroplanes. It's it's a duck blur. Might solve a mystery or rewrite history. Duck tales. Woohoo. Woohoo. The Disney afternoon. <laughs> The Disney Afternoon is live, y'all. <laughs> it's alive and it's back. And um, I don't know. I I watched it uh, with my kids actually, and then I sent you the the link because Disney put it on YouTube for free. The whole they they, they put two two episodes together, so it's like forty four minutes. So really, kind of like the but, old days um, where they would do that with the first two episodes on um, prime time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, Disney XD did something crazy. They they showed the the premiere for 24 hours, uh, like a couple weeks ago. Holy shit! They showed it all day, every day for 24 hours, back to back to back to back. <laughs> and then I, I I think they've been showing it like once a day for because that's the way kids TV is. They repeat everything to hell. I mean, so that's I know kind of ridiculous. Do they really need a, tw- uh, yeah. a, a, a 24-hour marathon of that? No, but that's the way TV is, uh, especially kids' TV. I mean, I could get into a whole tangent about the the long, dark, terrible road that that uh, Cartoon Network has uh, gone down uh, with their repeats of everything. We don't need to do that. Um, it just makes me glad that we don't watch live TV. Everything is on demand. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, that's basically their problem. But uh, anyway, we're getting off topic. Uh, Ducktales is back, <laughs> and, and 
not only is it back, they they have given it sort of a modern uh, twist. Um, you know, a, a lot out of updated. Of course, the show was made in the '80s, so now this one is made in the 2000s, and of course, you know, they right. have tech and stuff that is relevant to you know today's kids and whatnot. But that show had a lot of Easter eggs back to the old 80s show. And, you know, um, well, just start off, what did you think of it? Uh, well, first of all, it was really well done. I like the art. Um, one thing I don't like, and we kind of touched on this back when they first, um, when they first showed the, I guess, little preview for the reboot, mm-hmm. was that the uh, boys voice the boys uh, voices they've changed uh, I mean you know all the voice acting is a little different but the boys voices now uh, they don't have if you look at the 80s series I mean they didn't sound like Donald Duck but the voices had a slight quack to it you know what I mean? you, you get what I'm saying yeah I mean I, we might have to play a little clip of it just so people who don't remember or who aren't familiar I uh, know what we're talking about, but yeah, they had a slight quack to the voice, which I always liked. In this one, they don't have that anymore, so I missed that. But then once the episode gets going, you kind of forget about it. Um, but I do like, speaking of Donald Duck, I mean, they've. There were a couple episodes of DuckTales, or like some, some special episodes where he showed up, but this one actually integrates him in there fully. Um, and, I mean, I guess toward the end. You get the twist where you find out they do have a mom. In fact, they, they do. Yeah. Or they had one. We don't know if she's around or not. We still don't know who, who their father is, though. No. No. And I, I know we, we talked about the whole DuckTales uh, parent, parents and uncles and stuff back on our Disney epi- our Disney Afternoon episode that we did. Um, <laughs> but uh, it really is great to see that they are keeping it like I, I read some interviews with, with the creators of, of this new show and they are they are integrating it more into the uh, they are integrating a lot of the Scrooge McDuck comic book from like the, the 70s and 80s where Donald Duck and, oh. and Scrooge were together all the time so they're trying to bring that into this new DuckTales show which I thought was great, um, you know, and and I like how there's well, I mean, they're going to explore kind of like their history or whatever because right now they kind of don't like each other; they're pissed at each other for some reason, which we don't know yet. Yeah, I, I mean, it it, it it seems like it's probably because the the nephew's mom probably died on on Scrooge's watch. At least that's my opinion. So that's why Donald and Scrooge don't get along. But mm-hmm. you know that that remains to be seen um you know i liked it a lot i I thought it was pretty well done um the only thing speaking of the quacking was donald i mean i know he has to talk in that donald quacky way but some of sometimes he was just damn near undecipherable i didn't know what the hell he was saying Oh, that's. It, it, mean, it was that's almost. It, it was almost too quack. Uh, I mean, and it wasn't like uh, when he was throwing one of his trademark, you know, Donald Duck rages and getting mad when he was just trying to talk and have a normal conversation. It was so quacky that I didn't. 
it, I had to watch it a couple times just to figure out what exactly he was saying. But uh, you know, that's whatever. Yeah, but you know, and I like. Uh, I mean, they just seem a lot more fleshed out now. Yeah. Um, Webby, you know, her personality. Um, Mrs. Beakley. Uh, you've got um, Donald. Or well, they talk about Donald Duck being an adventurer. Now, I wasn't the biggest Disney head growing up, and I didn't follow Donald Duck like that. I don't know if that was ever his story, but it reminds me of that Sega Genesis game of a Quackshot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so when I thought about that, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> They're doing Quackshot references. Yeah. And then they describe Scrooge like he's the Dos Equis man. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, uh, again, I, I read from uh, some interviews with, with the creators. They are go- going to... Uh, integrate some stuff from, from the DuckTales video game, so I know at some point you are going to see that, that Pogo cane that he had in the yeah. game. So, I mean, that's kind of cool. But then, you know, speaking of the other Easter eggs, it, it was great to hear stuff like uh, um, the other cities from from the Disney afternoon. Like, uh, Cape Suzette is, is where Tailspin took place. Uh, yep. St. Canard is where Darkwing Duck is from, and Darkwing has already been confirmed as being in the show at some point. And then they also mentioned another city, Spoonerville, which I had to look up, because I thought maybe that was the Rescue Rangers place, but that's actually where uh, Goofy and Goof Troop take place. Oh, okay. So, so, um, I mean, if they're going to have all of those uh, shows sort of uh, intersect that'd be kind of cool I don't think it would be kind of cool yeah the only one I don't think they could really do is uh, is Rescue, Rescue Rangers. Rangers because it wouldn't make a lot of sense I mean you think about that yeah I, I mean even though Chippendale were anthropomorphic they were still basically you know chipmunks that walked around and wore clothes compared to you know the the Ducktales universe where it's duck people. You know it. it right. It'd be like talking to rats and shit. Yeah. Because they aren't they aren't the same size as them. They're tiny. You know. Right. Right. It'd be kind of like the littles cross it over with you know actual people. You know what I'm saying? It'd be kind of weird. Yeah, but you know, all in all, I thought it was a great show. I think it doesn't actually like premiere premiere until October. Or November or something like that. Yeah. So uh, once the show is back proper, uh, we'll probably talk about it some more. But uh, all in all, I thought it was good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, and I'm not big on you know straight up cartoons anymore. I mean, the only one I really watch is Voltron. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, I kind of liked it, so maybe 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 I'll follow it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we, we just had to touch on that just because it is retro made new and, you know, had to at least acknowledge it. But uh, let's get yeah, into the so, uh, meat of today's episode. Yeah, let's get that theme music.
That's right. We're talking cartoons. Cartoons. We're going back to Saturday. Back to our roots. Yeah. You know, and it would be great if we could say that we planned it because our original Saturday morning episode was 15. And now ah, I was going to say that. Yep. <laughs> we've come back to uh, episode 51 to talk about it again. Yeah, inverted the digits. If you go back to the episode, we said we'd come back to it at some point, but we just had more stuff to talk about. So we never did it. And now here we are. So 15 to now 51. Invert the digits. Here we are. Just one of those happy accidents that we have. Yeah, it's a nice little bookend. Even though I'm sure we'll talk about Saturday morning cartoons uh, again some other time. But, uh, In fact, I, I guarantee it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, let's just uh, let's jump back into it. I know we touched on. Well, I actually went back and listened to Fifteen in preparation for this, I and and you know we we touched on a lot of stuff, but we didn't get in a lot of depth. And then even in our subsequent shows, when, when we've talked about like our Fox show, we talked about the Fox cartoons, um, but we. The, there were a lot of shows that we kind of glossed over that we uh, wanted to talk about now. Right. And there's also some stuff uh, from the 90s that, I mean, by the time I was kind of aged out of cartoons, but there was still stuff on that I associate very much with Saturday mornings. Um, I'm going to touch on some of that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I mean, let's just uh, jump into it. Um I want to talk real quick, you know, a recurring theme on this show is uh, theme songs, and, you know, we've done, I don't know how many, mini-sodes about theme songs. Oh, yeah. And, there, and, there'll probably be another one soon, in fact, <laughs> in fact, I guarantee it. <laughs> uh, um, we were, uh, I... Listening to 15 again, it actually jogged my memory uh, to one time I I woke up early for cartoon time, and I guess I woke up too early and I fell asleep. And then, um, you know, I'm asleep on the couch and all of a sudden this theme song kicks in. And I swear, I know I dogged the shit out of DC and their their whole stupid DC cinematic universe and how I don't like it but if if Joss Whedon can talk to you know the uh, the the composer for the music for, for this Justice League, League movie if they do some updated version of that fucking Super Friends theme oh my god I remember I, I was asleep and then all of a sudden you hear that at that fucking doom Hell yeah! I mean that that shit will get you pumped up in a second. And I'll if if Joss Whedon puts that in that Justice League movie, I swear I I will love the movie. I don't care how bad it is. I will say this is the best movie of 2017. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna play it right now. In the great hall of the Justice League, there are assembled the world's four greatest heroes, created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Superman. 
Wonder Woman. Batman. Aquaman. And those three junior super friends, Wendy, Marvin, and Wonder Dog. Their mission, to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. <laughs> oh, I mean, man, that just, how, how does that not get you pumped up? That bump, bump, burden. And then that, that, that voice guy comes in, you know. In the Hall of Justice! <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. You know, and, and Super Friends started in like 79 or 78. And, you know, all through the early 80s, it actually had a couple like switches. That There was the Super Friends, then there was Challenge of the Super Friends, and then it switched again to, uh, Super Friends Galactic Guardians. I don't think and, I remember that one. Yeah, but every time it changed, it it had a new variation on that theme song, mm-hmm. and every time it just gets you pumped up, man. I, I I don't see how you couldn't get pumped up to that song. <laughs> you know, yeah. so that that's what I want. I want, and Joss, if you're listening, I want it either to be at the superhero moment in the movie or at the end of the movie. You know, the, the, the superhero moment whenever, you know, all the Justice League are standing together before the final battle, kind of like in Avengers, you know, when it did that one pan shot where you saw all of them standing together for the first time. That's when that song needs to kick in. Or, or at the final climax, like when they're on the you know they're in the in middle the middle of the fight, and then you know it looks like the bottom lose the fight, and they start to rally and come back, and then kick in right there. Yeah, see that's how you gotta do it. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but man, but challenge of the super friends of the super friends. I mean, that's just uh, yeah. it it was you know campy superhero nonsense but it it was it was good well, it was part for the course of the time I mean it we didn't was. have the serialized more serious take on stuff that we do now yeah yeah it, it was you know mostly one shot episodes yeah yeah but it, it was a good show for what it was sure it is you know and I don't know um you know, keeping in that sort sort of a superhero line. Did you ever watch? Um, well, no. I guess that would have been in the nineties. That reboot of uh, of Mighty Mouse. Uh, well, it depends. Are you talking about the? Um, there was a. There, there might have been a couple reboots of Mighty Mouse. There was one in like eighty seven or eighty eight. Here I yeah, come I, I, the day. So that one. I think it, it was that one. Okay. I think it was that one because it it had, had that animation that we have talked about before. That cheap sort of uh, uh, hip hop animation. 
we called it before, right. but the the chief, you know, all the bu- buildings are like in in pastel colors, and they're all like slanted right. to the side, it's angular design. because that's a, yeah, because that's hip and cool. But um, all I I remember watching it, and my, my brother was home from college one time, and he said that uh, he actually made me turn it off <laughs> because it wasn't. Because he he remembered the Mighty Mouse show from back in the you know the seventies or whatever, and he said that one was better. Um, but that reboot was actually made by the guy that that went on to create Ren and Stimpy. That, that was his first gig. Oh, for real. And that's why, yeah. Because looking at at it, I, I pulled up a picture of it here. Looking at it, the animation is really sort of close to that that Ren and Stimpy kind of animation uh, what it, was it right. Fungo or whatever that guy um, that company was he had gotcha yeah but anyway <laughs> I just well said, I guess <laughs> kind of around that same that same frame of uh, that same time frame Actually, probably a little later, because this was like... <laughs> this is 1988. And I've only found very... Very limited information on this. But... Do you remember the show called Two Hip for, Two Hip for TV? It was... The number two hip for number four TV. Yeah. Didn't we talk about that? One, was... Did we... I know we didn't talk about it on the last one. We might, might have brought it up before, though. Was that the one with the with the guy saying about the the check and shut up and bowl? Yes, actually okay. the whole yeah, with the whole show was set in a bowling alley for whatever God knows what reason. But uh, they would have musical guests on, and uh, from this information I did look up, I mean, they had the Red Hot Chili Peppers like when they were nobody. Uh, Edie Brickell was there sometimes. I mean. But yeah, they had the little, um, it was a sketch show, but then they would do these musical numbers, and that one was about the guy, they were telling him to shut up and bowl. Yeah, and he was singing. And that's honestly the only thing I can remember about it. Yeah, because I only remember that one episode that I watched with you. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, I, all I know was he was saying like Captain Obvious type stuff, and like the, and the hook was, shut up, shut up. Shut up and bowl. You're telling us stuff we already know. <laughs> uh, mad obscure. I mean, I, you know, honestly, I didn't, I didn't search YouTube or anything like that. I just um, did a quick search of it. There's not a lot of information about it. Um, oh, apparently, Ahmed Zappa was one of the hosts of it. Yeah, and I want to say Colin Quinn. Yeah, I was just about to say Colin Quinn was on there too. Remember that? What channel was that on? Was that NBC? It was NBC, yeah. yeah. So this is NBC already kind of dipping their toes into, uh, you know, what would be, you know, where they would go with uh, Saved by the Bell and everything later, you know, a year later. Yeah. And that's, you know, one thing we didn't t- touch on last time that we said we're going to come back to. So, I mean, I guess we can go ahead and, and jump in there. Um, around about... When was it? This was uh, eighty nine. Is about eight? Was it eighty nine? Yep. You know, I know that because uh, again, going back to that episode fifteen, 
we've been talking about the uh, the cartoon previews, and Secret Saturday was a BNBC version, and they had this whole thing on Friday night where they had Saved by the Bell kids um, going in and previewing all the shows, and then it ended with Sherman Hemsley showing up and sending them back to uh, back to school or some shit like that. But uh, yeah, the Saved by the Bell show was started. Um, it started airing in, uh, I guess, September 89, toward the tail end of the cartoon run. Yeah, and that's... That, again, is uh, when NBC started to phase out cartoons. Um, it started with the Saved by the Bell. Uh, then they started... And Saved by the Bell always came at the end, like around... around uh, 10 o'clock, 10.30. But then as the years went on, they started pushing earlier and earlier and adding some new shows in there. Uh, like, uh... Uh... What is this? Uh, uh, what's the show with Anthony Anderson? Uh, Hang Time. Yeah, they had Hang Time, which was a a show that I never watched, but it was it was a show about like a high school basketball team. Right. Did I got that right. And then there was another show. Uh, is it California Dreams? Yeah, no. California Dreams actually came first, and it was like ninety one oh, or ninety two. And okay. that show was garbage. I remember they were promoting it hard too because it was the same Peter Engel or whatever his name is who. Uh, was on the creators of Saved by the Bell and they pushed it so hard actually you remember um, Scholastic Books um, you know every week or every month uh, in school they send you that that leaflet with the books you can order yeah and then they, yeah and so um, they had all of these all these little books in there but then you know, book, you know reading material for your grade level but then they would also always have like these Souvenir type books or like entertainment stuff, like, like, uh, like for okay, like say by the Bell, for instance, it would have like a, it would just be like a maybe 16, 20 page book with like photo, uh, color photos of everybody in there and like little information and bios and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it was kind of like, um, uh, what the, what the producers and writers use. It, it's a, a character Bible, basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Them, like some some facts on on the the characters, like what their favorite color was, and all that kind of stuff. Right. And then usually have a, a poster you could hang up inside. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Pull out poster. Yeah. That was big. Okay, but yeah, I remember there being one for California Dreams, and like anytime you saw California Dreams, like there'd be some banner emblazoned somewhere across the set by the creators of Say by the Bell. So they were really trying to push this <laughs> as the next thing, and it was fucking terrible. I mean, and well, one, it was such. I mean, it was cast like a knockoff. I mean, it looked like the like the knockoff brand, even though it was the same people. But but then secondly, they, I guess the hook was. I mean, it was high school, but then they were also they were a band. Yeah. Yeah. They were a band well, called California Dream. Yeah, well, if you listen to the theme song, which is them singing it, it's a song just called California Dreams, it's the intro. But then, 
if you hear some of the music that's in the show too, just you, you notice something terribly wrong. And it's what high school child in the 90s is getting together with his friends and forming a soft rock band. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, maybe in Southern California. I don't know. Yeah, no. 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 I just told you two of the TV had had Red Hot Chili Peppers. They were doing garage bands and stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't... uh... I never watched the show because I had no interest in it. I, I was more interested in Saved by the Bell. Um, yeah, don't. They were, I mean, seen a couple episodes of it and it was no good. Yeah, well, you know, let's talk about Saved by the Bell for a minute because I don't think we've ever actually discussed it before. Um, Not in detail. I mean, you've always heard me do my... Uh, I've made reference to it a million times just because <laughs> there's always usually something that we can relate to yeah. in our conversations if you go back in our episodes. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I watched a lot of this, a lot of the run, but my, most of my exposure to Say by the Bell comes from when they started rerunning it on, what was it channel, well, on channel 11, uh, after school, like, like four o'clock, they run like an hour of it. Yeah. And I want to say I watched a lot of it, but I don't really remember that it was appointment TV that I had to sit down and watch it, you know. I just it, it right. was just kind of odd, and then of course the reruns started. But um, the only the only season that I really remember actively, you know, watching and paying attention to is that one season where I, I don't even think it was a full season when they went to that country club in the summer and worked uh they well lisa the the black chick was a, a member there but then the rest, rest of them got jobs working in the country club yeah. uh had what leah remini as a guest star yes yeah she was a um it was a beach club and they they all worked you know at that beach whatever they were it was called the malibu sands club yeah and uh yeah, they worked there the summer, and it was a full season, and they did that because they were trying to milk that show for all its work. I mean, think about it. They started the show when they're freshmen. That show should have only lasted for four years. Well, to get more out of them, they would do stuff like have the whole thing, just the whole season be the summer. Right, that's right. And that's ultimately what ended up, if you, um, I'm kind of skipping ahead here, but if you look at the last two seasons, especially on Netflix, it's kind of confusing because... Um, you'll see, you'll see an entire season with the cast that you know go through and uh, pretty much graduate, mm-hmm. and then you'll see a whole another season where they're still in school and Jesse and Kelly are gone, and they replaced her with Tori. I don't remember the actor actress's name, but uh, and it's a whole another season. It's because they ordered double the amount of episodes and. Uh, I guess the other two. I get well. You know, Tiffany Amber Thiessen plays Kelly, of course. She wanted to go to Nairo Two One Zero, and she was like, "You know, I'm not doing. That's going to interfere with that, and I'm not doing, you know, double the amount for the same money or whatever, and I can make more money over here, so I'm leaving." So, and I forget what uh, Elizabeth Berkeley Jesse um, decided on, but she, you know, decided not to come back either. 
So in the original run, in, in, the, in the syndicated run, in the original run, they mixed the episodes together so that you would never know they were gone. There'd just be some episodes where they weren't there. But on Netflix, they run them like separately, so it's kind of it's weird. <laughs> yeah, that is that is weird. But um, I mean, they when when the show first start well, when the show first started, it, it was thank you miss bliss but after they rebooted yeah, it as saved by the bell after they rebooted it as saved by the bell i mean that's when it got pop that was one of the most 80s shows you've ever seen they had that that um that juice bar or whatever they went to all the time yeah the that was Diner. full-on 80s and um how long did this show go it went it went from, to like 93, 94? Yeah, eight, yeah, 89 to 93. And then they all graduated, but then they wanted to keep it going. So they they made Say Bye Bell the college years. but <laughs> Which sucked. Yeah, but, but they, they made that a primetime series. Uh-huh. And that was, that was a primetime, and they only brought back... Zach, um, Mark Paul Gosler, Dustin Diamond Screech, and uh, Mario Lopez. What was his name? AC uh, Slater. AC Slater. Yeah, they they yeah. only brought back those three guys and then gave them like new people to hang around. But then, like halfway through that season, they brought back I think Tiffany Amberthy either Tiffany Amberthyson or Elizabeth Berkeley came back and and it was Tiffany Amberthyson she switched schools and transferred yep yeah she came back because uh, I guess you know she was done with 90210 she did her you know fulfilled her contract there and either that or some time freed up I don't really remember because I didn't watch 90210 like that but uh, I know that that was one of the reasons why she left the show, but then somehow here she is, she's back, and she's doing this primetime show. Like I said, the show sucked, but we watched it anyway. Because we just yeah, cause say, we like to say by the bell. And it, yeah, it was just on, and you know, it, it's, it wasn't bowling or whatever else <laughs> came on, you know. Because right. usually about, about 9 o'clock CBS, or 10 o'clock CBS would switch to like bowling or golf, so. You had to watch Saved by the Bell. Oh, yeah. You know, and and Saved by the Bell also had something that they don't do anymore. Uh, that was big in the eighties and nineties, and that was the the TV movie where they oh would, yeah, there uh, a, couple of those. A, a whole movie based on you know a TV show. They like the TV show's cast would go to Hawaii or they would you know go on vacation to Europe and then. They usually aired them on either Saturday nights or, or, yeah, Saturday nights or Sunday nights. You'd get get uh-huh. the, that special uh, that special TV movie, you know, special thing, and, and you see it because I know, Saved by the Bell had two movies. I know, um, uh, what's the show with two D? Facts of Life had one in Europe. And they like turned into this whole spy mystery thing. Oh, I think I remember that. Um, I think I remember that. Yeah, Full House had one, but 
they don't really do that anymore for TV. Nah, they yeah. really don't. Um, but it was interesting because that first one, it's, it never made much sense to me. Why? They, I mean, I don't know. I guess it was just because it was hot, so they did this. The second one was because the college years tanked, like it, and it got canceled. But it left on this cliffhanger because uh, Zach had proposed to Kelly, and they were going to go elope. Yeah, and it, but it got canceled right there, so you never knew what happened. So they made this movie to kind of tie the whole thing up. Yeah, yeah, that was that was actually the second movie. the The first movie that they went to Hawaii, and I think that movie right. was that's the, the one first... I'm talking about. Yeah, that's the one oh. that said it was they did that because it was hot, you know. So they just kind of did this movie for whatever reason. And the second one was the one that tied up the college years cliffhanger. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I remember the the Hawaiian one was the first time that uh that Lisa kissed Screech and and they decided they were a thing. They, but I don't think that that stayed as canon. No, they didn't do they didn't go full or with it. But I, I mean that show ran. For a long, because a- after the college years tanked, then they brought it back again as Saved by the Bell, the new class, and they brought in all new people except for fucking Screech and Mr. Building. Uh, well, kind of, sort of. So what happened was when when they, when they graduated and they did the college years at the same time as when they premiered the new class. So the new class was the Saturday morning show, and the college years was the primetime show. Yeah, but Screech was on both. How how did nope. they explain that? Nah, Screech after College Years tanked, then Screech came back. So the second season, he's or second or third season, he came back as the principal's assistant. Ah, okay. Yeah, he wasn't there all along. And actually, the first season had a different cast too. Like there were different. It was a completely different cast in subsequent seasons. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it's really yeah. It was really kind of a mess. And what really sucked about it is because they didn't really do a lot to differentiate it. I mean, they tried to basically cast the same characters over again. Like, they made, you know, your main character is a Zach Morris type. You got a, you got your token black girl. You got a, you got a, you got a Kelly Kapowski type. You got a, um, you know what I'm saying? You had your jock, your, your Slater type. Yeah. Yeah, it was the same thing. Yeah, which is stupid. Yeah. But the show ran, but it kept running too. That's the thing about it. I mean, that's people were still watching it. Somebody was watching it, otherwise they wouldn't have kept doing it. So that's what I'm saying. I wonder. I want to know who. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> but it 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 was those shows that that kept pushing cartoons out on NBC because uh, there was California Dreams. There was there was. Uh, the basketball one I already forgot yeah hang time hang time which again we said that was where you first got Anthony Anderson yeah and then there was I keep wanting to say hey dude but that was on Nickelodeon but I want to say there was some sort of country or maybe not I don't know I I thought there was some sort of horse riding thing on on there too but they they kept adding that and then they added uh was it NBC that had the Sports Illustrated for Kids show? No, and I was going to get to that. So, 
what was what, one one reason why I saw my fair share of hang time is because it led right into NBA inside stuff. Inside stuff. That's what it was. Which, and by then, I mean I, I've always been an NBA fan. I mean, even when I was a little kid, um, but I was really just full, just so so much into into basketball. Um, I think every kid in the nineties was. Right, and so I had to see this. You know, saying I watched, you know, I watched sports and everything like that, but. You know the inside stuff it was just a it was a fun presentation of it too. I mean, you had music in there. You, I mean, a mobber shot and had a storm, and I forget who else was hosting that thing. But it came on right after Hang Time on NBC, so I always caught I always caught some of Hang Time and then right into Inside Stuff. Yeah, and that was that was a great show because it you know it like talked to the the players and. Um, it did a lot of like live remotes in places. Mm-hmm. And what else did they do on that show? I'm kind of fuzzy on a lot of stuff. I just remember that them doing that exactly what you said, but then they did a lot of uh, highlight reels, set to set to music, they, set to but uh, they, they with the hot songs at the moment. Yeah, did, didn't they have kids on though? Did they have kids like interacting with the players sometimes? Or was it all just interviews with the players? I thought it was just interviews. I don't remember kids actually being on it. I mean, it was geared toward, you know, teens and kids, but it, I don't think they actually had children involved. Okay. I could be wrong, but I don't remember that. Yeah, I got it pulled up here. Uh, it ran from 1990 to 2002 uh, okay. on, on NBC, and then it actually moved from uh, NBC to ABC from 2002 to 2005. Right, because NBA lost the NBA, or you know, ABC took over the uh, NBA rights, holy broadcast rights. Holy shit! They actually brought it back on NBA TV. <laughs> oh, it, for real? Yeah, in 2013, and it's still running now. Like a new version of the show, and like new version, old episodes. New version. Wow. Current hosts are Grant Hill, Kristen Ledlow, and Shaq appears as a fill-in host. Ah, that's crazy. But um, let's see. In the original show, it was Ahmad Rashad hosting with Julie Moran in Willow Bay. Willow Bay, yeah, I remember her being on that too. Yeah, that, I mean, that, you know, I think that might be who it was. I said Hannah Storm. It might have just been Willow Bay. Yeah, don't have a picture. I don't know who she. White woman. She's uh, ah. yeah, was one of the uh, broadcast journalists on uh, NBA on NBC. Uh, that's for, okay, yeah, because NBA Inside Stuff was a spinoff of NBA on NBC, right? Yeah, that's what it was. You know, if there's one thing I do miss about the game now, um, you know, being that it's on, you know, it's ESPN and ABC now. Mm-hmm. They don't. They no longer have Round Ball Rock, which is the old school uh, NBA on NBC theme. I was looking for that for uh, one of our uh, Nerd Super Bowl episodes, but I was looking under football. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know. I, I knew it was from a sport, but I didn't know what sport. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's a few I people who sample that too, man. Yeah, yeah, I like that beat. Yeah. But. Of course, they don't have that anymore. The NBC version, but um, yeah. but I guess kind of sticking with 
NBC and kind of what they were. You know what? I want to say it was NBC. It could have been CBS for all I know, but I'm pretty sure it was NBC. Do you remember a show called Fight Back? Fight Back? Yeah. No. What was that? Okay, so what this was, it was a show that it took down products for their slogans. So, like, for instance, something as innocuous as, you know, M&M's melts in your mouth, not in your hand. So Mm -hmm. he would actually go around in a shopping mall, find people, and give them a handful of M&M's, and I'll sit there for a long time and see how long it takes for them to melt. If they melt, of course it does. You know. But, you know, there's that, or then there's uh, the original uh, Casio G-Shock watches that takes a licking but keeps on ticking. And so, they had them, like, running over it with cars, and uh dropping it off of buildings or anything like that and see if they're still working it. <laughs> Holy so, cow. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. There was that. Um I'm trying to have one with like a I'm trying to remember the slogan, but there was a tire that was supposed to be um it was supposed to be like puncture proof. And so they were running over like running over spike strips and nails with it and everything like that, trying to find out if it would puncture or not. Like what it would take to actually put a put a hole in these tires, and every time mm-hmm. they run over something, they they start running water on it to see what was spraying out, and it took them a while for it to finally uh <laughs> finally break. Just stupid shit like that, but it was it was it was awesome because like what, we just kind of happened across it one day. Because all right, people, uh, back before there was back before you could just hit a guide button on your remote, and even for some people who didn't have the TV guide because that's something you got to subscribe to or buy at the supermarket. There was a there was a uh, there was a free TV listings that came in every uh, every Sunday newspaper. And I remember looking through the grid one time and seeing this show called Fight Back and we're like, "What is that?" So we just kind of waited for it to come on and see what it was. And we ended up kind of adding that to rotation for a while just cuz we thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I don't remember that show at all. Yeah, I'm gonna have to find. Uh, I'm gonna have to link that and find uh, and, and uh, I'll find that and link it because see if I can find any information on that. Because uh, yeah, that was a <laughs> it was just something stupid that we happened across and we ended up watching it for a long time. I'm trying to look it up now because I <laughs> yeah I'm doing the same thing. This is a really bad podcasting. <laughs> I gotta yeah. go. Uh, oh, I remember this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Fight this back guy with now. David Horowitz. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Damn, this, this thing was on from ninety from nineteen seventy six to nineteen ninety two. Yeah, which is weird. So we must have just found out about it at its very tail end because I don't remember knowing anything about it until like ninety one and ninety two. Huh. Yeah, typically inform consumers about corporations and other big businesses whose products were of poor quality. But I don't know if it was always uh Wow. I don't know if it was always that, because it seemed like basically by the time we started watching it was doing shit like I said, like like giving putting M and M's in your hand and seeing if they melt in your hand. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, well, you know, speaking of food, um, 
one thing that I want to touch on before we take a break um, is when you're watching cartoons, especially back in the day, back when you were a kid in the 80s and 90s, you were bombarded with all of these commercials. And most of the commercials were for what was sitting in your hands at the time. That was cereal. I mean, cereal and Saturday morning cartoons go together like peanut butter and jelly. Oh, man. Let me tell you something. If you want to throw it back like that, I think you need to throw a music on right now. A purple mountain Majesties That's right. Why not wait a minute? (laughs) That's right, because, you know, six in the morning comes early. And you may watch a couple shows, but then, you know, about seven o'clock, some show that you don't like that much is on, so you can tear yourself away and go fix yourself a bowl of cereal. Yep. Or, if you were younger like us, you know, you have to wait for your parents to actually get up and... yeah. Put the cereal on for you, because they didn't want to spill in the milk. They always bought these big ass gallons of milk, and then you know, if it was a new one, it was too heavy for us. We spilled all over the goddamn place. Yeah, yeah. Because like like I said, it'd have to be a show that you didn't really like, because you you didn't want to miss the commercials either, because the commercials were were almost as good as as the cartoons sometimes. But, hey, um, and, and, and speaking of these commercials, though, man, I mean, I know we're about to get into something, but I quick tangent here. One thing else, you know, one of the major commercials that would always hit you was like the McDonald's and the Happy Meal commercials. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And so what's cr- and, and what's crazy now is that and it's for good reason that McDonald's can't directly market to kids anymore. So you never see that kind of stuff anymore. Um, and even even like billboards. They just have that generic red and red and uh, yellow Happy Meal box. They don't tell you what the toy is. Because remember, mm-hmm. these tell you have to come back and collect all four or collect all eight, whatever it was. They can't even do that. They could just say, you know, Happy Meal costs whatever. Yeah. Which I get it, just for good reason. But at the same time, I miss those. Those were those were some funny commercials, man. Those commercials, I mean, and they were just the backbone of our childhood. Jesus. Yeah, I mean the talking, um, the talking Mc, uh, chicken McNuggets. <laughs> you know, it, it seemed like every other month they had a new toy in there. You know, so they had to have their time to shine. And then um, they kind of got fa- phased out. But the the French fry kids were there the in the guys. early. Yeah, the fry guys were, were there early and. It seemed like they got phased out for the uh, the talking McNuggets, but yeah, yeah, they did. Um, but I mean, even like all of the, I think the last one, well, yeah, I think the last one standing was Grimace. So they phased every, everything out completely until like now. I mean, it's Ronald McDonald, but I mean, he's not in commercials. No, he's just on the boxes and. I mean, he may show up in a commercial 
No, I don't even think he he shows up in commercials. No, anymore. they can't. They, they it's it's like Joe Camel. <laughs> they can't do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, but Joe Camel had had a penis for a nose. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason you don't see Joe Camel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That reminds me of that Family Guy episode. His chin kind of looks like balls. You want me to blur that out? <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, but, man. Just got to take that that tangent. <laughs> that was one thing. You got yeah. hit with a lot of cereal commercials, but every but right behind a cereal commercial, right before one, was the McDonald's commercial. Oh, bet. Guaranteed. Uh, either McDonald's. It, it was usually toys, McDonald's, cereal would be no I'll take that back the line lineup would be McDonald's toys cereal candy McDonald's yeah that's usually how it went <laughs> that's know. about right but man alright so what was your well I, I know at least in our in my family I had no real control over the cereal but what was your cereal of choice on Saturday mornings? Uh, duh, Captain Crunch, man. Ah. I mean, if you didn't grow up with Captain Crunch in your house, you were deprived, and I feel bad for you, and your parents need... I mean, they need to atone for that. <laughs> yeah, I was always a, a Lucky Charms man. Lucky Charms was fire. I love you, love yeah. Lucky Charms. You know, it... Well, now you know what I don't want to talk about. What I was gonna say because that's modern day shit, and I don't want to talk about that. Let's keep it focused on the good times. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was a fan of Lucky Charms, um, Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks when when they didn't taste like apples, because now they do. Yeah, and that was part of the commercial too. That, yeah, that was their fucking hook. Was was why are they called Apple Jacks? They don't taste like apples. Yeah, and well, then, why do you like it? They don't taste like apples because we just do. Yeah. But then somewhere in like the late 90s, early 2000s, they created uh, Apple and Jack, which was uh, their new mascots. And one was a talking apple and one was a Jamaican sound and cinnamon stick. <laughs> and then they, they, changed, they, they changed the recipe so it did actually taste like, like apples and cinnamon. Well, you know what? I think they changed the recipe again. It tastes like cinnamon and cardboard because... Um, there was one vacation I had, uh, you know, that's off that week. wasn't doing anything. I was just off for the week. And I said, you know what? Goddamn. In fact, you remember this because, oh, there's another thing I forgot to mention. I'll talk about this in a second, though. Um, it was around, it was a few, I want to say it was like maybe 2010 or 2011. And we went, you and I, we went on this spree where we were finding, we were coming across like in uh, Walmart bins and supermarket aisle bins and shit like that where they were selling uh, classic cartoon um, compilations. And so we ended up with uh, Bravestar and Cops. And it was like, hey, you find if you find one, you know, buy a couple and send it to me. So we were mailing that stuff back to each other. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I've actually got Bravestar actually looping. I know that's not Saturday. It was a weekday cartoon. But I've got Bravestar actually going on the screen right now uh, on my big screen while we're doing this because you know I always like to have visual aids while I'm while we're podcasting but (laughs) um so yeah so I I was on vacation one week I said you know what I'm gonna crack open all these DVDs and I'm gonna buy some cereal 
and I'm gonna chill just like it was, you know, like it's 1985. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sitting there, and I bought Apple Jacks, and I made a bowl, and I threw the rest of that in the trash because, like I said, it tastes like it tastes like the box it came in. <laughs> yeah, but to, to be honest, a lot of cereals back then tasted like the box it came in. No, they didn't. They tasted but like the box it came in and sugar. Yeah, that's true. They had a lot more <laughs> sugar back in the day. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. But, you know, back, back to your Captain Crunch. I was never a big fan of Captain Crunch until they premiered the Crunch Berries. I was going to say, you're a goddamn liar. Cause I, uh, but but then you, you, you corrected yourself. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, man. Because I even think that this is... Actually, this leads into something I, I wanted to bring up about cereal and cereal commercials is um, back in, in the 80s and the early 90s cereal commercials were like TV shows are now today and it, it, it was it was all one big mass marketing thing yes it, it was try, trying to get you to buy cereal but they would have these commercial like um, sets a series of commercials it, it would be you know one week uh, the captain is ser- searching for a new mysterious island and then you oh, buy the box yeah. and it's got the and it, it's got the, the, the map that you can look at and this boys and girls was back when when um the cereal boxes had prizes inside. It, it wasn't a QR code that you scan with your, your phone and then get some stupid app. It was right. an actual, a, actual physical thing inside the box. And sometimes it, it was, you know, like a decoder ring, or sometimes it was, it was something. A wacky wall walker. Get all the wacky wall walkers. Get all nasty covered in lint after a while. But that I'm getting off topic. But they, they would always have this thing where, you know, it was either Captain Crunch or Sonny from uh, 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 Fruit Loops or or Lucky from Lucky Charms. They they would be on it and adventure to either find a new Fruit Loop or the Crunch Berries or a new Marshmallow. And then it, it would be like two new commercials. And then the second commercial was always a fucking cliffhanger. And right. it was like a season of TV, and then they're, they're like, "Oh no, uh, you know, Toucan Sam is is gone, or Toucan Sam fell down the hole." You know, buy this cereal and figure out the uh, clues and, and find out you know where he is. And so you'd get your parents to buy this cereal and you fill out the clues, and then you would send it or have your parents fill out the form and put a stamp on it and mail it to, to blah 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 205 P.O. Box mail it to Battle Creek Michigan so, so, yeah Battle Creek Michigan so you, you would send it there you'd wait your 6 weeks because it was always like 6 to 8 weeks and then in 6 to 8 weeks time the, the resolution commercial would, would come out and you're like oh thank god he's safe and what's this Crunch berries, <laughs> and then a brand new cereal would be on the a brand new cereal would be on the shelf that week. Mm-hmm. 
But, I, I mean, that was your cliffhanger. You know, fuck Game of Thrones. <laughs> fuck Walking Dead and Negan smashing people's heads. This, this was our fucking cliffhangers, man. You'd sit, sit on, you, you'd be watching TV every day waiting for that shit to come back so you find out what happened to him. Yeah, you know, and they'd air that commercial over and over and over again. Like, oh god, oh god, Toucan Sam <laughs> strapped. The, the snake is gonna eat. You know, Lucky the Leprechaun. What is gonna happen? And then it would print the box. Boom, the, new cereal. The box. Remember, they would print the box, and like the mascot would be missing. Like he wouldn't be on there because he's. Yeah. <laughs> it, it would just be the outline of of the. Uh, of, of the mascot on the box it'd be that like a, a dotted line, like yeah. a no uh, like when a person dies and, and he got that chalk outline oh. <laughs> like a chalk outline on the box <laughs> <laughs> it's like sugar bear is missing sugar bear is missing what's gonna happen and then you fill out your card and then you know one one in 20 kids wins a new, you know, whatever, scholarship. It was always a scholarship because they never gave kids money. It was o- always right. like a, a, a $500 scholarship or um, a shirt sometimes. Yeah, you know, a shirt. It was never anything. Like, I, I mean, I think now they, they give like big scholarships away and stuff like that. But back then, and, well, stuff was cheaper back then. You know, yeah, inflation. And all. <laughs> now you mentioned Sugar Bear, man. <laughs> well, first of all, I wasn't a big fan of Golden Crisp, but or Super Golden Crisp, whenever they decided to call it that. But um, correct me if I'm wrong. Golden Crisp and, and Smacks or Honey Smacks, whatever they happened to call it at the time, because they changed that back and forth too. They're the same damn thing, right? Pretty much. Yeah. From what I, I remember, those I, nasty. I want to say I only remember Smacks. I don't think I ever had um, um, Super Golden Crisp, but I think they're pretty much the same. I'm pretty sure they are. It's like this nasty little puffed rice thing covered in sugar, and it just tasted awful. Looked like little. little yeah, yeah, that that was Smacks. Like a bowl of little vaginas. <laughs> With Diggum, Diggum the Frog, Diggum, and uh, God, what was? There was another cereal that I hated, but I liked the mascot. I don't remember. I remember it didn't taste good. But, um, I'll, I'll think of it. We'll keep yeah, going. Man. <laughs> um, now, okay, I got another question for you. Who was your favorite monster? Well, oh, man. Count Chocula. What? Still is. What? No, it's Booberry, man. I didn't like Booberry. Booberry got got at the short end of the stick. Because that cereal was weird, man. No. I didn't like that blueberry cereal. That blueberry that blueberry shit was good. And he, he had that pork pie hat that he had cocked to the side, <laughs> man. Man, that cat was smooth. But now they, they don't put any, any of those monster cereals out except at Halloween. And you'll be lucky yeah, they to do. find a Booberry. Oh, no, nah, they're everywhere now, man. Go to Walgreens or go to, um... I mean, there's a huge display of them. Plenty of them. I remember after actually one year we bought all bought all of them. They even brought back Fruit Brute, which 
was from like the 60s or 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Fruit fruit. Like that one. And then they, they got rid of her for a while, and then they brought her fruit one back, but it was the Fruity yeah. Yummy Mummy. Yeah, the Fruity Yummy Mummy makes your tummy go nummy or whatever, whatever yeah. the hell it was. Yeah, I think that was a cliffhanger commercial, too. Yeah, because they were trying to... There was something in the basement or something like that, and they were trying to find out what that, it was. Yeah, he, he was in, in the basement. Yeah. And then they, they, they finally got the basement open... And fruity yummy mummy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I love Kawasaki. Oh man, I, mean, I miss those commercials. The character, I mean, maybe not so much, but I mean, the cereal was the best. So I always went. That, that's why I liked Kawasaki. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now you know nowadays they have s'more cereals, and there's different versions of that depending on the uh, the manufacturer, whether it's Post or GM or whatever. But do you remember back in like the early 80s, there was one called S'mores, and they were a rock band, and it was like Chaco, Van, and Marsha, the singing, like singing puffs? Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> That's the one I remember from back in the days. Yeah, that one, I, I don't think I ever actually ate that one. The one that I, I know I ate the most. It wasn't around for very long, but we did have it. Yeah, well, that, that was the other thing. There were a lot of fucking, um, I guess you call them novelty cereals, but it would be cereals either based on TV show or a movie or just a character. Like Family Matters had Urkel O's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember that garbage. We never bought that. I, I didn't want to eat strawberry banana um, O's. Fun. Yeah, Mr. T had a cereal. I know we've talked about that several times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, oh, have we talked about that one, man? <laughs> Which is a weird yeah. cereal, too, man. It's like, because it's already alphabets. It's like the alphabets broke, and like the only thing they can make was the letter T. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what happened. <laughs> and they said, what are we going to do with this? And Mr. T said, it's cool. I said, you know what? That's a cereal. <laughs> what are we going to do with all these T's? <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> 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 but, what else was there? there? Ghostbusters had a cereal. Um, Ghostbusters awesome cereal. You know why? Because you like Lucky Charms, right? This is the same thing, except, uh, well, similar thing. You have the marshmallow ghosts, but then you have the little, uh, the red circle with the line through it. And those were your, uh, you know, that that was your, whatever the hell it was. Your meat, crunchy part. Yeah, the crunchy part. Sawdust. Yeah. <laughs> those are sawdust. So you're sawdust. Yeah, but that, that was... That that's the thing about all those novelty cereals, especially the the one I remember most, the Batman one. Those crunchy parts were awesome. the worst. Didn't matter what what brand or what what uh, what what uh, uh, the mascot was. It cut the roof of your mouth and <laughs> cut your tongue. They were terrible. <laughs> they were terrible. Well, you got like, it. The the. the you do chew it, and it still cuts the roof of your mouth. <laughs> the um, <laughs> the the Nintendo Entertainment System or Nintendo Cereal System. Oh yeah, that one sucked. The the Batman one was the worst, though. I never had Batman the cereal, one. But that box was amazing. It was just a black box with the logo on it. Yeah, the box was amazing, but the the, the cereal leave you with a bloody mouth. Look, <laughs> <laughs> like Batman had punched in the face. 
<laughs> what happened? Did somebody beat you up, Billy? Oh, no, shit. I'm eating this Batman cereal. <laughs> oh god. Oh. Yo. Yo. Oh man. No, speaking you know, of these characters. Sick. You know, I'll tell you a real <laughs> fucked up cereal. And you know why it's fucked up? Not because it's for girls, but you remember there was a Breakfast with Barbie cereal? No, I don't remember that one. Oh, yeah, there were. Oh, oh, let's, you know what? Let me just plug this in right here. Now, you people, you can't see it. You just heard the theme song. But you heard toward the end where you hear the, the car honk. Okay, so what they're doing is like these... The uh, the crunchy part is like... Uh, little um, bee, like the bee and Barbie. And bows. And things like that. But then you have like the little marshmallows as like... Stars and hearts or whatever. And so, they're eating this cereal. And talking about Barbie and everything like that. And then... A car starts honking outside, and they go out, they open the door, and it's like a, it's a man. And he's gonna go pick him up and take him to school. Oh, shit. And it's, <laughs> it's like, it's Ken, I'm like, no, motherfucker, it's a child molester, get the hell out, get back in the house. <laughs> oh my god. That was a fucked up commercial, man. How did, how did I forget that? Good lord. Oh, my lord. <laughs> Alright. Alright, on that note, let's take a break. <laughs> let's, play, let's play some more of these commercials, and then we'll come back and talk some more cartoons and whatnot. <laughs> Alright, see you on the other right. side, everybody. Do you believe in magic? And I hope you do. Good morning, this is McDonald's Tiny Tune Adventures Traffic Report. Looks like Sweetie has flattened furball, Buster's shooting hoops in the northbound lane, and Wacky Land is seeing the usual tie-ups. This report is brought to you by McDonald's, where one toy vehicle comes with each happy meal you buy. What's that? They're new Fruit Loop Super Loopers. Super Loopers? Mmm, super delicious. They're my super loopers, and they're delicious. Mmm, they do smell de- Uncle Duncan! That's not what he was expecting. (laughs) Kellogg's new Fruit Loop Super Looper cereal is part of a nutritious breakfast. And here for a limited time. Those fingers need waking up. Ta-da! I'm Jocko. I'm Ben. I'm Marsha. The 
chocolatey, nutty-coated marshmallow in Rocky Road cereal. Choco's chocolatey puff, it makes my heart sing. Van's vanilla puff is such a tasty thing. But Rocky Road has something special for you. It's got a chocolatey, nutty-coated marshmallow, too. Rocky Road cereal, a classic part of this complete breakfast. I liked your other song better. Are you hungry? Hungry as a gremlin? Here's gremlin cereal. Gremlins, gremlins, bite after bite. What a tasty way to satisfy a gremlin appetite. Gremlins is a deliciously sweet, crunchy cereal that satisfies the hungry little gremlin. That's in all of us. Gremlins, gremlins, bite after bite. What a tasty way to satisfy a gremlin appetite. Gremlin cereal is part of this complete breakfast. Gremlin, yum, yum. <laughs> Making a happy meal with Ronald and friends. <laughs> Ta-da! Rabble, hot fries coming through. Okay. Uh, Ronald, the happy meal that didn't happen yet. Gucci, Gucci, go. <laughs> they just needed a good tickle. <laughs> and now, right for my McDonald's happy meal, please welcome the stars of Epcot, like the merry Mexican Donald and the funny Frenchman Pluto. One toy with each Mickey and Friends Epcot Adventures happy meal you buy. Let's hear it for my sister and Goofy. She's the one on the left. That is an adult man. <laughs> Picking up these two little girls. I told you, don't leave the house. Call 911. <laughs> Get the Never first number. Stranger danger. Come on. Oh, man. Think about these things back in the day. What the hell were they trying to teach these little girls? Jesus, man. I don't know. That's crazy. I'm not done with these commercials, though, man. I, or, we're not well, these cereals, man, because they had some really weird stuff. Because you know what we say about the 80s. Um, do you remember when they made that cereal out, out of ice cream cones? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's shit. That's another fucked up one, too, because these kids, kids are standing on the corner. Hey, what are you doing out here? We're waiting for Ice Cream Jones. And it comes, it comes by. Sing his little song. He drops off the cereal. Like, yeah, that's a. That, I'm pretty sure that's a crack metaphor. Yes. Ice cream man <laughs> from the truck. Creeps ice cream Jones. Who you waiting for? Ice cream Jones. A new ice cream cone cereal. My name's Ice Cream Jones. I'm bringing the kids my ice cream cones. A crunchy new cereal for breakfast. The great taste of ice cream cones. Whoa. I'll have vanilla. Give me chocolate chip. They look like little ice cream cones. And taste like them. The crunchy part of this nutritious breakfast. My name's Ice Cream Jones. With the great taste of ice cream cones. New ice cream cone cereal. <laughs> now I, all I can think about is that fucking... Uh, guys, that Master P that had a thing about ice cream or something? Yeah. Didn't he? Before you jump in the game, there's one thing understood. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh man! Yeah, you know it, this ice cream. Brings, it brings to mind this one other knockoff cereal. Uh, it wasn't from Poster, Big G, or General Mills. It was this uh, circus cereal. Circus fun. Circus fun. Man, that that shit. That shit's like razor blades. That's worse than the Batman cereal. <laughs> that shit was disgusting, but it, it was like cheap, and my mom would get it all the time. I just remember they had that real weird, creepy commercial with the uh, the walking, uh, like the walking animals, and 
it's like clay or some weird old CGI. They freak the hell out of me because they just leap off the box and the clown leaps off the box and starts talking. And then those little miniatures just start jumping across the, the floor and on the, the kitchen table. Yeah. Yeah, the whole thing was creepy. No. Uh, but it was disgusting. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I had it before. I don't remember it well enough. Yeah, it wasn't good at all. Nah, speaking of weird ones, man, you remember, um, you remember Crispy Critters? Oh, yes. I don't know what that thing was supposed to be. It kind of reminds me of, well, uh, you see, you remember that game, remember that toy, or game, whatever it was, remember that game Cooties, back when you were in preschool? Mm-hmm. Like, if that's the larval stage, I think that's what it would have grown into, which is this <laughs> thing. And this thing comes like he's playing the piano and shit, and he's singing the song. In fact... I know in one of our old episodes somewhere, I know I've snuck that commercial into it somewhere because they're talking about it, it's indubitably delicious. But to me, it just looked like it just tasted like kicks and it was in really weird shapes. Yeah, a lot of those those uh, novel. Well, I do you call them novelty or you, you know the uh, the promotional tie-in cereals? A lot of them tasted like kicks. The Batman one, even though it left you bloody, it tasted like kicks. I always kind of wondered how they came up with the shapes for all these different cereals. I mean, do they just like got this big bucket of ideas and they just reach their hand in there and pull it out and say like, okay, that's going to be the the shapes? I guess so. I don't know. Because a lot of the shapes look like the pieces from Concentration. <laughs> and then they just say it something else. <laughs> yeah. It kind of but- did. I, I don't know where they they uh, well it's the eighties they so they did a lot of coke yeah, well. and of they sprinkled it on their yeah, cereal or they they pulled a Carvel they they pulled a Carvel and just turned it ninety degrees okay <laughs> this is a ghost now <laughs> this is how, this, this is how you make the Batman cereal. <laughs> Fresh. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. God, I'm having too much fun with this. But, I mean, there's some weird stuff, yeah. man. And, um, what was another one? You remember the, um, uh, the Swedish chef had a cereal from the Muppets? Yes. I forgot what it was called. That was a weird one, too, because, well, I, you know, I think there was a new Muppet show at that time. Maybe that's what it was. Was did they come out around the time that Muppets Tonight was on? That might have been what it was. Because that would have been Croon- the only Crunchy Stars. That's what it's that's what it's called. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. right. Crunchy, crunchy Stars. stars. <laughs> crunchy, <laughs> crunchy Stars. I don't think I ever had a box of Crunchy Stars. Did you? No. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I never had one. <laughs> Jesus. Um. There was also, there was also, uh, uh, the WWF superstars had cereal too. Yeah, they did. But honestly, I don't really remember that. The main thing I remember from WWF was those ice cream bars, which, oh my God, I wish they bring them back. It was like, I, I remember they were talking about trying, or, you know, um, I wasn't watching at the time, but I remember because I've never seen a CM Punk match in my life. But 
I remember there being something going around about him, like wearing a T-shirt with those on there, and he was trying to bring those, he was trying to <laughs> trying to draw up interest to bring them back. Oh yeah, yeah. That would have been cool. It would have been. Oh shit! You remember Nerd Cereal? Yes. I think we talked about it before. Yeah, we did. I did yeah. remember it right off the top, but then you because they were talk. I think we were talking about the Nintendo cereal. Had the thing they had them in there side by side, like two different cereals, two different bags side yeah. by side. And but Nerds did it before that. Yeah, yeah, that was it, it. Was like grape on one side and strawberry on the other. Yeah, and then you could mix them together if you wanted mm-hmm. to. And I know Ninja Turtles had a cereal. Yeah, Ninja Turtles cereal was just checks. But with dark marshmallows in it. Yeah, with green marshmallows, and the it was no, they weren't checks. Oh yeah, they were they nets. Were, they were they were nets. Ninja nets. Ninja nets to catch the, <laughs> the turtle the turtle marshmallows with. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm just looking at pictures of Ghostbusters had a cereal. Yeah, we talked about that one. You know what cereal uh, my sister always my my sister was actually probably the biggest proponent of the series she loved it was uh life i hated life see here's the thing life i have a love-hate relationship with that i it tastes fine but you you have to eat that shit immediately yeah like you put milk on that like within two minutes it becomes tar <laughs> so i mean it's the soggiest yeah, it- cereal i've ever seen in my life <laughs> It disintegrates <laughs> You just got this like soup. It's glue. Like you could spackle the wall with it. Yeah. Well, that's what they. That's probably what it was made out of. <laughs> oh shit! I just found. When did that come out? There was Uh-oh. a green slime cereal. I don't remember that. Remember the green slime shampoo? Green slime cereal. Oh yeah, I remember the shampoo. Um. Here's ice cream cone cereal. <laughs> ice cream Jones. You know, I feel like you could throw the name Jones at the end of anything, and it's a it's instantly like a drug dealer or a pimp name. It's a pimp name, yeah. Are you know what I'm saying like toothpaste Jones, Maxwell <laughs> House Jones? Yeah. Pimping, pimping. <laughs> they sure were standing on the corner waiting for ice, for ice cream <laughs> Jones. <laughs> <laughs> The ice cream man is coming. It's the ice cream man. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, French vanilla butter pecan chocolate. <laughs> That's a different kind of ice cream right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. We're talking no, about ice cream yeah. Jones. He got his got his hands <laughs> in all those businesses. Bill and Ted's had a cereal to go along with their uh, yeah. cartoon. Excellent cereal. Yeah. I mean, this yeah, what it's called. It, I don't think it was excellent. I never had it, but pretty sure it was. It was cinnamon, cinnamon oat squares and marshmallow notes. <laughs> okay, that sounds terrible. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know what else was terrible? The big one, biggest letdowns in my life, and I may have talked about this in the past, was was Cookie Crisp, because I always, always, always wanted Cookie Crisp. My mom wouldn't buy it because yeah, I don't know if it was too expensive or because it's just it's cookies. Yeah, which I mean. <laughs> Let's be honest. Every every one of them cereals was cookies, in some point. Remember. But I remember when she finally broke down and got it. It was the biggest letdown. It wasn't good. No, no. I I never liked Cookie Crisp. I liked the the uh, commercials. 
At least the early ones. Well, uh, the ones when he still had the cookie cop and the crook. Yeah. But then they added the the cookie crook's dog, and that... Or was it the cookie cop's dog? I don't remember. The, they the, added the, a dog... I think it was the yeah it was the it was the crook's dog because it was going crookie Chris and blow the cover. Yeah, and then they got rid rid of all of them, and then they just had like a fox, I think, it, or a wolf. They still have the wolf, I think. Yeah, and he does the whole cookie Chris thing. Remember, uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch used to have three bakers, and then, uh, and then eventually, like the other two disappeared, and they just had like the the fat one with the glasses. And then it disappeared completely, and you just had a, uh, a wizard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was wondering what happened to those. You know, th- that's one thing. You know, they never got explained in commercials. They would just disappear. Did they sing? Uh, yeah. They sang. Only thing I can remember is the end when they say "Cinnamon Toast Crunch." That's right. Yeah, they, they were like singing chefs. That was another yeah. thing they did because um, remember the um, uh, Cocoa Crisp used to be it used to still be Snap Crackle and Pop and then they they took them off there and put Cocoa the Monkey. Oh yeah, my name is Cocoa and I swing from the trees. <laughs> uh, something something some my uh, Cocoa Crispies. <laughs> I remember that shit. Yeah, and then oh, do you remember for a while they had the fruity the fruity marshmallow Krispies? And it was yeah, like this, like Calypso song or something like that that went to it. Yeah, I don't remember how it went, but whenever I think about that, I just remember the. Um, for some reason, I can't disassociate it from that episode of Rocco when he was trying to unclog his sink and he bought that tropical plumber, and it had the little <laughs> dancing tropical plumber. Hey, unclog your pipes today. Tropical, <laughs> tropical plumber. Hey, it ain't no better way. And they sing that all the way down the drain. Yeah, that that's getting ready to come back. We may have to do an episode on that when that movie premieres. Hell yeah! But um, oh man. Anyway, I there's one more serial I want to talk about before we jump back to cartoons, but I don't remember what it was now. Oh, well, I know one more. Um, way back, man. I remember at one point we had that Rainbow Bright cereal. Oh, I don't remember that. Rainbow like, Bright had cereal. Yeah, Rainbow Bright had a cereal. And I remember us having it because I think my sister wanted it or something like that. And it was like, okay, we'll get, you know, the girl cereal. But, I mean, all it was, is, <laughs> we're talking about weird shapes. It looked like worms, but really it was supposed to be like the rings of the uh, of the arcs of the rainbow in different colors. <laughs> yeah. But it was bowl full of, like, colored worms. Like, you know, if you go in the uh, checkout aisle now and you see, like, a bowl of, like, uh, or a, a bag of those uh, those bright crawlers. The gummy worms? Mm-hmm. That's what they look like. Oh. Uh, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it was, it's... Yeah. Oh, I know. Fruity Pebbles I want to talk about. Well, Pebbles in general. I mean, they they were just like a a, a sugary knockoff of, of Rice Krispies. Yeah, but flattened instead of like that pill shape. Yeah. But, man, they... You know, Fred and Barney were supposed to be like best friends, but man, they they turned them into complete <laughs> assholes to each other. <laughs> and the one, one commercial I remember is the one when when 
he when Barney pretends to be Santa to steal some frosted flakes, and then the real Santa shows up, and and Fred's about to beat the shit out of Barney, and and Santa's like it's Christmas, and then they they shared a bowl of of uh, cereal together anyway because it was Christmas. Here's more. Here's my question about that: Why is there Christmas? Um, aren't they? In I B- don't know. Aren't they in BC? I don't. So I, I, <laughs> they, <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> this is always kind maybe of it's not Christmas. Maybe it's Rockmas. Rock, Rockmas. Rock. Yeah. I don't know. So, what is Christmas celebrating then? The birth of Rock Rock Jesus. Because <laughs> it ain't Jesus Christ. Yeah. Jesus whistling hands, Christ. No. <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, but the other thing about that fruity pebbles, uh, and I don't never really was a fan. I mean, I never like, I don't like Rice Krispies anyway. So, mm-hmm. you know, even though we had plenty of them and you had to eat it, uh, wasn't a big fan of pebbles. But you know what I do like is that you know. Um, on, well, depending on the route I have for the particular week or whatever whatever route I'm on, sometimes I deliver to vape, vape shops, and yeah. I'll be damned if I don't. I love going into vape shops because they always get this big whiff of like it smells like fruity pebbles in there. <laughs> I mean, not that I'm going to start vaping, you know, any of that shit. I mean, I don't, I don't need that. But oh man, it's, it's great. I mean, like, man, how do you guys work around this all day? I just want to eat like a big bowl of fruity pebbles. Just I bet they do too. And they might. <laughs> That's for a whole other reason. Oh shit! But uh, anyway, let's let's uh, you want to circle back to cartoons because that's what we were here to talk about. I feel like I want to do a whole episode about who the 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 man behind. Like, how does he become Ice Cream Jones? <laughs> you want to do a like a, I feel like there's a story there. There. We can- <laughs> Death Cakes presents Ice Cream Jones. <laughs> I, you know what? Now that you you said it, kind of like you know what? I light bulb went off. I'm gonna start writing up some ideas right now. I'll give you a thesis after the show. And he's white too. It, right. Well, that's why he hid in plain sight. He can get the suburban customers that uh, you know maybe some of the other people wouldn't be able to. <laughs> well, he's like he's like the wire. <laughs> exactly. See? <laughs> so who's his supplier? So who's his supplier? Sweet Tooth Jones? <laughs> yeah, yeah! Good evening, pupils. Welcome to the Hollywood School of Self-Defense. Now stand to greet your sensei, Sweet Tooth Jones. Right on. Maybe it's. <laughs> oh, that would be so great to see Ice Cream Jones come, coming down the street. Then all of a sudden, as he's singing the song, you hear. Then, bam! <laughs> he gets shot in the head. 
<laughs> Omar just comes out from around the corner. <laughs> oh, damn it. Now I want to investigate Ice Cream Jones. All right, well, you know what? Put it on the imaginary chalkboard, and we'll get we'll get started on that. We're <laughs> oh, all right. I'm putting it up there. All right. So while you're over there writing up uh, Ice Cream Jones... Uh, you know another show this is kind of an obscure one um, I know it I think it was Fox early in the morning it's called Dog City do you remember that was that the puppets no it was um, it was kind of like a it was like a noir uh, like hard-boiled detective type thing and uh, I know the main the main villain was a, a mobster named Rottweiler and of course it was a Rottweiler mm-hmm uh I just remember being like that, you know, like you have inner monologues and things like that, and like kind of like jazzy, jazzy music. I kind of remember, but I thought it was a Henson feature, like, like puppets. It wasn't. No, it had. I think at the beginning, uh, it had it had that, but then like the actual show, like the actual meat of the show, was these, uh, uh, you know, was this detective? Was it was animated? Hmm. Okay, I'll, I'll have to go back and look and try yeah. to remember because I don't remember. Yeah, it's definitely part of it, but it. Yeah, but the the meat of the show was the the animation. Yeah, I, I don't remember that one too much. Hmm. Yeah, canine private was eye, it, ace heart. Was it serialized? Uh I mean, only so much that a show would be at the time. I don't think it was. Whoa, Kevin Clash was on this. Kevin Clash was on everything. Yeah, if it was Hanson, Kevin Clash was there. Yeah, I'm on the Internet Bible right now. Uh, it aired on from uh, September 1992 to November 94. So it contained both animation by Nelvana and puppetry by Jim Henson. Yeah, okay, I see It was a TV movie back in 89. It's part of the Jim Henson Hour. That's what I remember. And then they spun this off. Okay, so there it is. Yeah, I remember the TV movie because that was all puppet. Gotcha. And then, and then they, they had a Batman parody called Watchdog. It was like a little shorts that they had between there. Okay. Yeah. And they came on pretty early in the morning, and I... We're seeing that uh, at random sometimes. All right, show. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at the little list here. I don't want to go over stuff we went over before. Um, you know, one show that was really super fucked up, which I don't think we talked about last time, was uh, Turbo Teen. Yeah, <laughs> no, we didn't talk about Did that. We talk Turbo Teen. No, Turbo Teen. I know it. It was. It had to have been somebody wanted to cash in on Transformers, but then at the same time, cash in on on Knight Rider, but they couldn't get a Knight Rider TV show going, so they they created the show where. A 
a teenager is driving in his sports car, drives into this uh, uh, military test site and gets zapped with a laser, so he becomes his car. Whenever, whenever he's sprayed with cold water, he turns into his his red convertible, and I'm pretty sure he can drive himself like Knight Rider could. Yeah. And then he can't turn back until he gets sprayed with hot water. Or, I think it was the other way around. Was the was the other way? It, it may it be the other way around. Hot makes him turns into the car, and then cold. Yeah, and then cold turns him back because I remember there was one. I remember one sequence where he had gone. <laughs> He'd gone into a, a beauty salon and sat under the uh under the under the hairdryer. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh, I'm just getting a perm and then all of a sudden you see that car come busting at the front door. <laughs> yeah, but that was That was the most fucked up thing was seeing him change into the car because you'd see his his it it was almost a David Cronenberg esque body horror thing because <laughs> his his fingers would stretch and then sort of melt together and start to turn into wheels and they turn black and they fall down and then his face would just stretch and it looked like he was smiling but it was just his mouth stretching apart and his teeth would become the grill (laughs) and his hair would just disappear and then he would just be this red sports car and then his friends would get inside him yeah that's really that's weird. Yeah, and then there there. So what happened? I, so if so, if they were inside him, <laughs> riding inside him, and he turned back, like he got cold and turned back, then what happens to them? Do they get like absorbed into his body and they break out or what? I <laughs> I know. Uh, what was that show on Adult Swim? Uh, Robot Chicken did so- something on it once. I know, <laughs> but I I'm pretty sure they they jumped out before. Because I remember one time, no, I was watching it once, and I remember he he was a car, and he was getting chased by the bad guy, which was a monster truck that had all tinted windows, so you couldn't tell if there was someone driving it, or if he was driving him, or, or, or if he was the same sort of thing that Turbo Teen was. Uh-huh. But they, they were trying to get away from that guy, and they drove into a car wash, and so, you know, he got sprayed with cold water. And so when he came out the exit, him and his, it, it was him on all fours. His black friend was just straddling him on top, like, like riding horsey. And then they like got up and ran away. But, but he always changed back and he had his clothes on, which didn't make sense either. You know, and I'm, yeah, because I remember another time when that happened, he was, um, he got, he'd gone off the road. And it went like into the snow. He like he, he finally slowed uh, slowed to a stop on a on a frozen pond. And because it was cold, he changed back like right there on the on on the uh, pond. Yeah, but I like I said the, the bad guy was this this blue monster truck. Kind of looked like Bigfoot, but you didn't know. And he, you would hear him talk, but you didn't know if it was somebody inside the truck talking or if it was the truck itself talking. And the show got canceled and never got resolved, so you never knew what exactly you never knew what what exactly the whole issue was. I don't know, man. 
But that show, I mean, I watched it every week, but that show was fucked up when you look back at it now. <laughs> yeah, I, I know I've seen it quite a few times, but not enough. To, I know I didn't tune in actively to it. I just would happen across it. Or like we were staying over your place because you watched it. I think that's where I saw the most of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I ruled the TV. Yeah, the pretty kids much. don't know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Big ass console screen it buzzed. <laughs> yeah, had let it warm up. Yeah, man. Do you remember? Uh, I'm throwing. You know, we're, we're jumping around here. Obviously, you know, eighties, nineties, whatever. Kind of yeah, comes to cereal c- took us off on a tangent. <laughs> so now we're. Ice Cream Jones might have taken us to the next set of episodes, honestly. Oh, God. Ice Cream Jones may replace the clown. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Kids Incorporated, man. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. That was um, kind of a variety variety show, I guess. uh, I guess that came on toward the end of the cartoon run. Yeah, like kind of late morning. I want to say it was on ABC, maybe. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of people got their jumping-off point from that show. Yeah, um, who's on there? Fergie from Yeah, Fergie from uh, uh, Black Eyed Peas. Uh, Mario Lopez. Speaking of uh, Saved by the Bell, did he get a start on there? Yeah, but huh? Okay, uh, Rasan Patterson is an R&B singer. He started there. He was uh, on there. Yeah, he was on there. Um, Brittany Murphy was on there. Sean. Oh, holy shit! I'm looking at a. I've actually just pulled this up and pulled up the cast. Shanice was on there. Really? And uh, Martika, you remember her? That that song, Toy Soldiers, from like '89. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was on there. Wow. Yeah, I all I remember is that it was a a big warehouse, and they would come singing the theme song every day, and then they they slide down the fire escape into the warehouse, and then I don't know what they did. Yeah, that's kind of how I remember it too. You know, but that's one of the shows I we watched, but I always hated because I knew that meant that the cartoons were about to stop. Yeah, that's kind of like Saved by the Bell. You, you know when. When Say Bye Bell started, cartoons were almost over. Yeah, well, at least at that point, I was of age. Like, you know what I'm saying? When, I, when Kids Incorporated was on, I was like four. Right, yeah, that's true. So, the hell different. Completely different, uh, different meaning. Um, we, you know, we had an whole episode. Was it 39, 39.5 or 36, 36.5? Was it, uh... We talked about Phantom 2040. Uh, yeah, somewhere in yeah, there during the pure premium pulp. Yes, block. if you go back in that block, which, um, yeah, we talked about pulp novel comic uh, adaptations, or they were made into a, or adapted into movies in the nineties, uh, and we had tie-in episodes from their uh, cartoon spinoffs. Phantom 2040, of course, a spinoff of the Phantom. Thirty-seven point five. 37.5 so there's a whole episode about that and that's one I caught um, I, I really, really like that show and I watched it whenever I could watch it um, around that time also was uh, uh, Bump in the Night <laughs> did you ever watch that 
That was a claymation show, right? Yeah. With the little monster who lived under the bed. Yeah. <laughs> that was a weird show. It was like, it was, I think it was ABC. And it was there kind of going to, they wouldn't, they didn't quite go gross out humor, but it's like maybe the closest thing they could get to like a Ren and Stimpy type show without, mm-hmm. without going full retard. Like they were, uh, <laughs> You know, saying they were like right there, got kind of teetering on the edge there. If like they would have gotten a little more crass with the humor, it would have been that. Yeah, I remember that show. Um, and it was that was on when he would dry up. Like sometimes he would he would drink. <laughs> he would dry up and he'd look all crinkly and brown. I'm like, oh, that's sick. <laughs> that was on CBS, right? Maybe it was CBS. I thought I thought it's ABC, but. I, or was I, it ABC? I don't, I don't know. I, it, it was in the ad block of of because there were a couple live action shows that happened in between cartoons, but they weren't like teen driven like uh, the NBC shows were. Like there was Beekman's World, which was oh like shit, a, yeah yeah. Oh, Beekman's World was a wacky version of Bill Nye the Science Guy. Well, Bill Nye is a. Uh, more straight-laced version of Beekman's world. I think Beekman came first. Yeah, Beekman came first, but, you know, Bill Nye I think is more um, recognizable name. Oh, yeah. I mean, not... not. I mean, everyone our age knows Beekman's world, I would think, but Bill Nye is still out there giving talks and stuff. Whoever the guy Beekman was, I don't think he's, you know, still on the road doing whatever. But that was like a he Beekman was a mad scientist, and he had a female assistant, and then this guy and this this t- giant talking rat, which was just a guy in a, <laughs> a five dollar Halloween rat costume. Exactly. And then they just did science experiments. Yep. And then after that show, there was another show, um, the Amazing Live Sea Monkeys, or something like that. Did you watch oh, that? Oh God. Yeah, I've seen it before. I hated that show. You know what? That's kind of like what the crispy critters look like. They look like walking sea monkeys. <laughs> like a bowl of sea monkeys. Yeah, they're... they're Because they were... It, it was basically... It, it was a sitcom about this scientist that raised these sea monkeys and they actually... Did they mutate or something and they actually became like human size? I don't know because I didn't follow that show. I, I I watched it a couple of times, but it didn't keep my interest. I I just remember that they they were giant sea monkeys, and they there was a fat one, a skinny one, and then like a tall one or something like that. Nah, I and you know what CBS. But was the makeup CBS was show. creepy. It was creepy. That's the other thing about. It. That's more reason why I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to watch. Um, but you know that was a CBS show, and they were weird about that too because. They used to do, it was like to do the interstitials between cartoons, like, you know, now back to, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, whatever. They used to do that with the Sea Monkeys, and they ended up making it a show. And they did the same thing with Fido Dido, you remember that? Yeah, the guy on the t-shirts? Yeah, because they just had the Fido Dido doing, like, the little uh, interstitials, you know, now back to Garfield and Friends, whatever. And then they ended up just making a show. Yeah, I remember. I I think I had a Fido Dido shirt. 
I had a Fido Dado folder, like in my Trapper Keeper, but I don't remember. Uh, I don't think I had a shirt though. Yeah. But what else? There was another show I wanted to hit that was in that CBS block there. What was it? Uh, I don't remember. Oh well. I'll yeah. figure it out. Um, I got another NBC one for you. Do you remember Chip and, Chip and Pepper's amazing cartoon show? Or what the hell was it called? Chip and Pepper's Cartoon Madness. Hmm. This show was ridiculous. I don't get it. It's not okay. So they had these, it's these twin brothers, you know, actual live action people. But then they would show, they would show cartoons like you know, like uh, like, like old reruns, like uh, like old cartoons, like 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 Casper. Yeah. And shit like that. They do like, and they talk between the shows. But before they show the cartoons, they would jump into the TV and turn into surfing dogs. What? <laughs> I'm not kidding. I don't remember that. And I, I didn't get the point of that. Yeah, I don't remember that shit at all. Yeah, I mean, it's not oh, really but worth speaking of, I do remember it. Speaking of, of surfing and dogs and product placement, do you remember um, Rude Dog? Rude Dog yes. Clothes? Which was like a, it was a surfer gear brand, right? Something like that. Um, and yeah, we uh, did I talk about this? I'm pretty sure we talked about this in the past episode. But back when I was in like first grade, uh, shout out to everyone who we went to Marion School back in those days. Uh, we had at recess we had this kind of wrestling. We we used to wrestle, and we weren't playing like WWE oh, yeah. or anything like that. But we had like groups, and we just kind of like wrestled each other. And he rotated like who was the leader of each group or whatever. And one dude, he wore those Rude Dog t-shirts. I think he even had toys or anything. So whenever we were, he was the leader of our team. He always called us the Rude Dogs. Yeah, because like, they I was started. Leader, I call it the Bloodhound Gang because that's a better name. <laughs> yeah, because that was a um, it it was just a straight commercial thing. It it was it was on. I think like surfboards or something and then ended up being on t-shirts then on on folders and notebooks and then they gave him a TV show. Yeah, for no reason. But that I was a really bad animation too. Yeah, I remember I I remember that. There's a lot of dog stuff though. You had Dog City, you had Chip and Pepper, you had this Rude Dogs, we had uh Foofer, Pound. Foofer. The blue dog? Yeah. What did he do? I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I think it might have been like Heathcliff, but with dogs, to be honest. I don't really quite remember. I swear we hung out with other dogs. Wasn't Foofer kind of like Kissy Fur, and, and he ended up in another... Or, or am I just thinking of Kissy Fur? You, <laughs> you might be. Well, I don't know. Kissy Fur. Kissy Fur, um, we may have to invite Quentin to come over and watch with us because that show is all kinds of fucked up okay so skinny blue dog I'm looking this up yeah Foofer uh Hanna-Barbera oh yeah so you know it was cheap so he's taking refuge in a mansion 
in his group is his niece Roxy, Fencer the Cat, Lewis and his girlfriend Annabelle, Hazel, Fritz Carlos, and Bert. They have an enemy in a woman named Miss Amelia Escrow and her pet chihuahua named Pepe. He tries to expose food for his illegal roommates, but always to no avail. I, dude, this, this episode this show sounds ridiculous. Oh, Jesus. Well, it helped pay for Frank Welker's golden toilet because he was the voice of Hoover. <laughs> of course. You know, I wouldn't be shocked if Frank Welker did voices on every one of these cartoons we talked about and the serial commercials. Maybe he's the voice of Ice Cream Jones. Oh, God, if he's the voice of Ice Cream Jones, I'm done. We're, we're <laughs> Uh, let's see. They don't have a full list. Uh, Scooby Doo, Laugh Olympics. Yeah, I don't show it, but that doesn't mean he wasn't there doing background voices. Yeah, Kissy Fur. He was on Kissy Fur. See, there you go. He was on Foo Fur. Uh, he was on Paw Paws. Oh, the Paw Paws! I forgot about them. Yeah, it was, it was Native American dogs, little pugs. Yeah, and they fought each other. <laughs> uh, Garfield and Friends. Ed Grimley. <laughs> Both of which we mentioned. <laughs> Why did <laughs> why did Ed Gridley have a show? And you know what? What was that show that they always uh, cut? Like he always had to stop what he was doing in the middle of the episode and watch this live action TV show. Here, I got it pulled up. Give me one second. Sure. Uh, it was da, 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 vamping, vamping. Why? It was the Amazing Gustav Brothers. The Amazing Gustav Brothers. Okay. Yeah. Alright. No, 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 no. It was Count Floyd. Count Floyd! It was the live action show within a show. Okay, that's the one. That's, that, that, okay. Yeah, he dropped my memory down. Yeah, it was like, it's like a guy in like a vampire suit, and then it's like a bunch of kids sitting in a, like in, a, in some bleachers. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't understand why he had this show. And I'm sure if I I read this whole Wikipedia, I still wouldn't understand it. It doesn't make sense. (laughs) But it is out on DVD if you really want to go out there and cop it. Uh, No, I don't think I need that in my life. (laughs) There are so many of these shows that I've got on my wish list on Amazon that I just haven't pulled the trigger on them yet. Wow. Um because someday I will have a full set of like these shows that we used to watch but um yeah what else was out there that we watched did we talk have we ever talked the Mighty Ducks yeah was that yeah. Saturday morning it, or is that I, I don't know that, no, no it was it, Disney it, afternoon it's Disney afternoon we yeah it's a Disney it. afternoon episode yeah yeah no um but you know there is one show and this isn't a cartoon but I have to bring it up anyway because, again, this is a show that we really only watched when we were staying with you because you were more into this than we were. It was the uh, Animal Crackups? I don't remember that either. You don't remember Animal Crackups? 
Have you watched this in my house? Yes. Let me look this up. Animal crackups. It was like America's funniest home videos, but like with nature, but like animals in nature doing like crazy stuff. An ABC game show that premiered in prime time and then went to Saturday mornings. Hosted by Alan Thicke. Oh, shit, did Alan Thicke host that? I guess he did. Host Thicke would introduce a video clip about an animal. At some point, the video was paused and Thicke would ask a question about the clip. Celebrities would give their answer, after which the remainder of the clip was played revealing the answer. And the weird part about that is I don't remember it being a... I don't remember the game show part. I just remember the videos. Yeah, I don't either. But yeah, we always watch the... You always seem to have it on. I don't remember. I don't know. And honestly, the only video I can really remember is like the one... You know that you know those lizards who can run on water? Mm-hmm. They showed a video of that one. He took off <laughs> Which is funny because I didn't know about that back then. It just seemed like there a lizard just happened to get spooked enough to say, "You know what? I'm gonna run across the water like this." It was the funniest <laughs> thing I'd ever seen. Yeah, I don't remember that shit at all. How about Wild Fire? Do you remember that show? That's some like that girl talking with, horse. Yeah, with a black horse. Did the horse talk or no? Yeah, it talked. It did. Yeah, I kind of remember that one. It had a really sad sounding theme song. That's all I can really remember about it. I didn't like the show though. I always turn that off. Yeah, I I can see it in my head. I, I think it's because I saw I think it's on DVD and it keeps getting suggested whenever I look at my Amazon wish list. Wow. It keeps getting suggested, but I don't really I, was... I don't think I ever actually watched it. I don't know why I always get shocked when you tell me this is on DVD. I'm like, yeah, everything's on DVD now. But I mean, it just seems like, like man, they, someone, someone out there wants that, huh? Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I, I know in in episode 15 we talked about the downfall of Saturday morning commer- uh, TV. But looking at the list of these shows, you can really see where where. Uh, like in the late 90s where anime took off and just flooded the the networks especially on Fox not so much ABC and CBS cuz they, they kind of gave up on it but Fox and the CW like doubled down on all of those uh Pokemon clones yeah like Digimon and stuff like that and then and then uh Fox had that whole four kids block and they had all of those anime shows that were based on like video games, like Kirby and uh, Sonic X. Uh, yeah. Um. What was the other one that I was just looking at? Which was actually interesting game, Monster Rancher. I always thought that game was interesting. I, I had the demo disc for a PlayStation, where you would when you're playing the game you'd get to a point where you could create your own monsters and you could take like any any 
other video game disc or music CD and put it in there, and it would read some kind of data off of there, and then create a monster. Oh shit! Based on the uh, on the disc. Um. That I never watched the the show, but I thought I always thought that was an interesting game mechanic. Huh? I never played I that. Oh, but you know what? You know one thing I will um, bring up. I have to uh, retract way back from um, from that episode fifteen when I was talking about the Adams Family uh, cartoon. Yeah, that they they put it out there obviously because the uh, the movie had just come out, so there was the hype there, and I think they were showing the reruns on TV again. Um, but that was actually not the seventies cartoon. That was a new show. They just kept it in that retro style of uh, drawings and animation. Because that's what the the old Adam Adams uh, comic strip looked like. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah, thought yeah, those yeah. were all reruns, but they're not. This that that was a new show. Okay, yeah, I yeah. thought they were reruns too. I didn't remember. That's that's cool. I mean, keeping it in in the same um look. The same yeah, kind, yeah. kind of format. I mean, that really works. Um, yeah, I'm just. There are so many shows that that they gave to celebrities for no fucking reason. It's, yeah, we kind of touched on that. Hey, did we talk about Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? <laughs> I think we talked about it in all of uh, the Fox episode. Uh, either in the Fox episode or the uh, Hey Kids are watching this. About the movies turned into uh, kid shows. That's what it was. Yeah, because that's when I went on the rant about people who pissed me off when I talk about Return of the Killer Tomatoes being a classic comedy. And like, oh, I don't like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> Two different movies. <laughs> I'm not talking about Attack. I said Return. Very, very different. <laughs> that may have been the Fox one, which you need to check out. That's episode 21? Jaguar? No. 21. Yeah, is it 21? Jaguars and hoodies? Yep, 21. Listen, listen to that for some... <laughs> we we You want to talk about going off the rails? We went oh, completely yeah, off the rails on that one. <laughs> Man, that one went nuts. Oh, dear. But, anyway, I mean, what more can we say? We had other stuff to say, but cereal <laughs> took over. <laughs> and... And we're we're pushing our time limit. Yeah, we are, man. So, so as always, we'll have to come back and revisit this topic. Maybe, maybe episode one fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll do one fifteen or one oh five, maybe. Yeah, maybe. If we ever get that high, we'll see what happens. We'll definitely be back. Yeah. So, uh, of course, you can find us on uh, on the internet. At no jibba jabba FM, uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. We're on Stitcher, um, whatever podcast catcher that that you use. Just uh, look us up there. Yep. Um, we are on Instagram at no jibba jabba FM. Yes, sir. We're on Twitter at Death Cakes Pod. I'm on Twitter at jru78. Illy's on Twitter at illrockski. No, I'm on Twitter as 
Ice Cream Jones Jr. <laughs> Did you just change your name? <laughs> no, I think I might. I'm, I've got a debate. I'm, 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 I'm tossing around the idea. Oh man! What if there were? Oh, this, this could tie together perfectly. Ice Cream Jones, scourge of the neighborhood. Who who takes him down? Billy Joe Jive. Oh shit! <laughs> oh man, you know what? We can make it up. Oh man! Oh, Hold this on could... tight. Everything is gonna be all right. <laughs> uh, and also, we are on Facebook, but we never post there anymore. But uh, we are not so much. We are there. Uh, <laughs> Facebook.com backslash Death Case Podcast. Or no, 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 uh, no, see, we don't use it. Anymore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We're more active on Instagram, so find us there. You'll, you'll see uh, every time we post stuff. We are on YouTube, kind of. Um, well, we got some uh, 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 we got some YouTube content on its way. We didn't. I didn't mention the show on purpose just because it it, it happens there. Yeah, but our friend Quentin comes back over and we uh, watch a TV show. Uh, JRU reviews. I've recorded stuff, but my my uh, video editing software sucks, and I'm learning a new one. So once I figured out, you're probably gonna get hit with a glut of uh, reviews. Um, oh shit! You know what? We didn't talk about the Avengers cartoon. I want to talk about that. All right, never mind. Um, <laughs> we'll save that for next time. Sure. Uh, so, yeah. So till next time, folks. See ya. I think the name was Cheerios. She walked like she was jumping a hurdle. I was happy as a kid to do some mutant ninja turtles. A guy walked over, said your earrings cute. I said I'm wearing an earring, but it ain't no fruit loop. Me and Frosty went to get a drink, but she ordered something bugged and I ain't know what to think. She ordered potassium and calcium, carbohydrate and scotch with sodium. She took me to a crib, threw me on the couch. I woke up the next morning with a spoon in my mouth. She's milky. Cereal. Baby. Milky. Cereal. Milky. Cereal. Baby. Milky. Cereal, milky, cereal, baby, milky, cereal, milky, cereal, milky, cereal. I went to Vegas, didn't think it'd do any harm. I bumped into this girl named Lucky Chum. For some reason, we walked in the rain. She had a four-leaf clover with a big gold chain. She had a salary that was full of calories for real, and I was in the mood for a home-cooked meal. So we went to be alone, but we had to be quiet because the corn pops was home. Kiss the neck, kiss the back, kiss the arms. I said, forget it, let me see your lucky charms. When we began, a hairstyle was neat, but when I left the next morning, it looked like shredded wheat. Talked about marriage, I said, that's risky. Besides, it's such a waste of Rice Krispies. She had a robe with the velour material. Her pops woke up. I said, hello, Mr. Cereal. I came this morning to deliver the paper. He said, stop fronting. I know you caught the vapors. That's my daughter, so save the crooning. You better find another bowl of cereal, cereal to stick your spoon in. You know what I'm saying? Milky. 
pebbles, times was rough. She was turning tricks to get a cocoa puff. Her mind was gone, but she turned me on. In fact, she was wearing an Applejack hat with a full-length fox and some pink bobby socks. Her father had a greedy disease, fried chicken pox. We called him Hungry Jack. He talked like Tyson and he dressed like the Mac. He invited me out to lunch with an old army buddy and his Captain Crunch. The waiter said, Jack, what would you like today? He said, I don't know, this make it special, okay? He said, cool, came back with the order. That's when I said, hey, yo, Jack, I like your daughter. He said, Pebbles, boy, are you crazy? I said, nah, I want to ride in a Mercedes. She can sing while I'm swinging her thing, because the burger tastes better than Burger King. He said, go party. So mingling, you and my daughter, your brain must be jingling. I said it's smooth, no disrespect. She signed a prenup so she don't get half of my week check. Then we walked down the aisle, our honeymoon was milky. Cereal style, you know what I'm saying? Cereal, baby, milky. Cereal, milky. 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 <laughs> 